Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Be You with Declan Edwards. Now, as you know, every second week we have a great guest speaker on the podcast, and this week I'm incredibly excited because we are actually getting my probably my closest friend, my business partner, the co founder of Be You Coaching, Jordan Jensen, to come on to Be You with Declan was to share his knowledge and to have an interview with us about the concept of living life on your terms. Now, obviously, I already know a lot of Jordan's story and his background and what makes him thrive in life and what drives him forward and what he's passionate about. So I'm really excited for him to come on and share that with you because I've had that insight and I know that the value and the stories and the knowledge that he's about to bring to this week's episode is incredible. So make sure you stay around. Jordan's going to be jumping on via phone call. So we're going to just get him on the line. We'll have a little bit of transition music and then we'll jump straight on into it with this week's episode of Be You with Declan Edwards. Hello, Jordan. That sounded promising. (laughs) That is a very promising sound. I believe we're on. Perfect. All right. Shall we get cracking? I think so. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I've just done the little opening to introduce you to everyone listening. Um, and I told them all terrible, terrible things about you, all of your dirty, dark secrets. And it's hard to... And you told me not to tell them. <laughs> it's hard to find some good things, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but for those who, are, who don't know you yet, what I actually told them was I'm quite excited to have you on the podcast today because I've obviously had the privilege of getting to know you over the last few years and seeing you grow and develop and knowing quite a lot of your life story and and what led you to be where you are today and why you chose to talk about um, living life on your terms. But they don't have that privilege yet. They're going to get that today. So for people who don't know you at the level that I know you yet, um, I'm going to hand over to you and let you have a bit of a moment to just share your story and, and introduce yourself to our listeners. Cool. So, uh, as they probably do know, I am Jordan Jensen, the co-founder of BU Coaching. And I started this journey with Declan, if we want to call it that, about a bit over a year ago now with BU Coaching. But, yeah, we started a bit before that in the first form of it, Declan Edwards Coaching, which was a fun little ride and a lot of learning and growing for both of us. But before that, I was your classic overachiever child who went fairly well in school, got into law school at university and really, really just wanted to have that career and that life that everyone else looked up to and admired. And that ended me up in a bit of a unpleasant situation when I was 22, 23 working two jobs and also studying law and psychology at university full-time because just studying law and psychology, I wasn't happy and I thought, well, the problem here must be I'm not earning enough money. I've got the prestige of the degree, but clearly I just need to add money to the equation and then I'll be happy. But that didn't work and I ended up sacrificing my health and my wellness and some really important relationships to me um, just to sort of keep pushing what I thought you know, it was to be successful and following that dream. 
Um, luckily for me, in hindsight, at the time it was a bit traumatic. I managed to burn out really, really quickly, and uh, both physically and mentally. And from that, I had the really beautiful opportunity to start asking questions well shit i'm putting myself through a lot of pain and struggle here of you know going to work and grinding through and then grinding through university is this all worthwhile in the face of what i'm giving up and the answer came back no i like in the scheme of things stepping back and looking at what i was sacrificing in my life versus you know what my life was giving back to me I really wasn't connecting with that at all. So I've ended up quitting both my jobs, dropping out of university for a while and going overseas with my family to begin with and then split off to them for a while to just start figuring out what it is I actually cared about, what I actually wanted to commit my life to. And that was a really, really hard question for me to answer because I hadn't asked that question in a long time at school. The teachers were telling me to get good grades. So I got good grades at university. I thought it was, yeah, just do well at university, get that job that people are impressed by. But, you know, in having a job, which I, I was quite proud of for my age, um, having a university degree, I was quite proud of. It wasn't much. And I guess what I started to realize when I started asking the question, what do I actually want? wasn't all those things and I'd say that's that's sort of where you came into my life and I discovered coaching and discovered you know actually giving myself the space to figure out what it is I do want and well yeah you've seen how that's changed with me in the last last five months in particular is when I've started going really really deep because I found like through the first year of this business I was still you know, figuring it out, dipping my toe in the water, but not really committing. And that was an issue for me. So I, well, what's the point of life if I'm not 100% committed to it? If I'm not 100% behind what I'm doing, then there's, you know, there's a big percentage there that I'm just wasting. And so it's only, you know, really been in the last five months, I've got so much more clarity on what it is I want to do with my life, what sort of difference I want to make. And from that, I've just had so much more fuel and so much more passion, so much more fun with what I'm doing day to day because I finally figured out why I want to do what I want to do and what it is I want to do. Mm. If that makes sense. Definitely. And I'm just listening to it. And obviously, you know, listening to you tell a bit of your story and sort of where you were, you know, a few years ago compared to where you are now. And there's so many valuable life lessons in it. It's like I'm literally sitting here taking notes of questions I want to ask you and follow you up with on um, different things you mentioned in there. So I'm sort of just going to go through them one by one. Um, The first one that really hit home for me was, you know, you mentioned that I'll be happy when approach that you were taking. And I know you and I talk about this a lot at BU Coaching. It's a big thing that we speak to people about when we co-present at seminars together um, can you shed some light on that? I'll be happy when. Yeah. So I guess a lot of through school, it's about getting into university and getting those good grades and, you know, you'll be happy when you get into university and then going through university is like, yeah, it's hard now, but when you get that good job and the good money, that's when you'll be happy. And then, well, I was 
when I got a good job, which was paying me quite decent money, it was like, oh, well, you know, maybe it's just not enough money. I'll be happier when and so on. It was always putting my happiness and my fulfillment and what I actually wanted to be experiencing day to day in the future. And well, as we now know from studying how our brains work, that only makes us better at putting our happiness in the future and putting our fulfillment in the future and, you know, just convincing ourselves it's okay to make do with the grind right now because we'll be happy when, but fucking newsflash, you're only getting better at saying, Oh, it's okay for me to be unhappy now because, 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 and just making excuses for yourself doing something you don't actually want to do. Mm. Yeah. You've hit the nail on the head. It's amazing how many people, um, and you know, both of us included in the past, um, get stuck in that habit of justifying not being happy now, thinking that that's what's going to deliver happiness later. It's almost like happiness is always around that next corner. Um, I know you and I speak a lot about people learning to genuinely be happy where they are, as they are, while mm. still having things to pursue. And that's the beauty. That's the sweet spot, we say. It's that balance between really loving where you are now, but also having those goals to work towards. Exactly. Yeah. And just to clarify, happy doesn't mean like for the listeners, because I know you know this, um, happy just doesn't mean like waking up every day, having a massive beaming smile. Like there's going to be times when I experience struggle and challenges and things get difficult, but appreciating them and knowing why I'm there, mm-hmm. that gives me that deeper sense of fulfillment for what's going on. Cause you know, as that delightful shirt you have says bad days eruption. What is it? Bad moments are inevitable. Bad days are optional. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, just, I've found this has allowed me to enjoy the challenges life puts up to me mm. so much more because, well, I'm choosing to be there. I don't feel like I've been forced into it by, you know, conforming to what society thinks I should do or what my parents think I should do or my friends and family and whatever it's I'm here because I'm choosing to be here. Mm. And that's where the fulfillment comes from. Definitely. And I'll, I'll ask you, it's uh, coincidental that you mentioned that word because you've mentioned it a couple of times in this uh, interview and I really wanted you to bring some more light to it. This idea of fulfillment uh, and, and what it means. Obviously, anyone who's part of our coaching program or who's done a discovery session with us knows that we use this, uh, a tool to assess success versus fulfillment. Um, but for those who haven't, it, it's really, it, I think it was captured really well when you spoke about how you used to trade off your health and mm. you know, not just physical health, but also your emotional health for career and financial success. But that was what was leading to the burnout. And then it was that realization that, hang on, I may be successful, but I'm not fulfilled. Can you bring some more clarity to the difference between the two and why fulfillment is so much more enjoyable? Yeah, so I found, well, for me, my success was very narrow and very specific. Um, I was like, okay, well, success for me equals you know, having a good job, having a respectable career, having a decent income. And to do that, yeah, I'd sacrifice my relationships, my health. And it was very single-minded and it wasn't a holistic or a sustainable approach. So I found, uh, yeah, I was getting more success in this area, but only by trading in other areas. Mm-hmm. And 
bringing in fulfillment, that more holistic perspective on my life and going, okay, well, life, like a fulfilled life is about balance and you know, incorporating that value of balance and incorporating sustainability into my goals and what I want to do. This is going to allow me to be you know, successful, but successful in a sustainable way where I'm not you know, regretting what I've given up in other areas to get something in a very specific area. Yeah, definitely. And on, you know, I think it's quite powerful to, I think you mentioned it before when you were saying, you know, that, that true fulfillment, it's not that sense of just waking up every morning with a big smile on your face and always being on. I think a lot of people get mistaken these days in thinking that happiness is almost like this um, cartoonish <laughs> form of, of, of expression. I think there's so much more to say about deeper happiness and contentment and fulfillment being these more beautiful states um, to get to. How do you feel you began developing those from? Because a big thing that I noticed in your story that still amazes me every time is this ability to turn burnout or what some would see as failure into an opportunity for growth and self-reflection. Because we like to talk a lot about, for example, you know, Victor Frankl and logotherapy about how the situation isn't where the meaning is. It's how we approach the situation that we're in and what meaning we give it and how we respond. But how, mm. what do you feel were some of the most powerful things you did or thought or got access to or questioned, whatever it may be, that allowed you to hit this burnout point and not just crumble, actually go, well, hang on, I can use this as an opportunity for growth and self-reflection to the point where you're now, as you mentioned earlier, looking back, going at the time, it felt like shit, but I see it now as one of the best things that could have happened to me. Uh, well, at the time, I definitely didn't see it as a growth opportunity. I was just so confused and I had you know, no idea where I wanted to do what I wanted to be. It was just, well, I don't like this. So I'm going to like, essentially run away, which is uh, literally ran away overseas, um, dropped the job, ran, like, went back to doing a different degree at university because it's like just trying to figure out what it was I cared about. Um, but what, like, I had no sort of process or understanding of figuring out how, what I wanted because it was you know it was something i hadn't really touched on since i was like eight <laughs> yeah oh what do i want to be when i grow up um and having it like sort of childhood innocence around it that's something i felt like i'd lost a long time ago and it was real. i remember it was like a f probably about a month into me coming on board with declan edwards coaching and you'd just come back from your first um nlp training you started practicing some of the stuff on me. <laughs> and, um, I, I'm pretty sure, like, I don't think you really had an appreciation of how profound that moment was for me. And I think you were just like rattling off random shit you learned and like practicing <laughs> Christian stuff. And meanwhile, on the other side, you toy. Yeah, and like meanwhile, on the other side of the phone, I'm having this fucking like existential awakening moment where I'm like, holy fuck, I've never figured this out about my life before. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'd say the first, because up until that point, like I was just, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And I was looking to the world outside myself for those answers. And it was in that conversation with you that I started looking inside me. And I was like, holy, like, holy fuck. The answers have been here all along. I just forgot how to look for them. So, and like, since this, we started 
be you, um, my passion's always been around finding purpose because, well, yeah, like one of the best ways I've used to help myself figure it out was a lot of the coaching techniques, which we've been learning in the last few years. And just I, a lot of the people I speak to, they try to find, and myself included, I was trying to find my purpose and my meaning by going out and experiencing more things in the world where every single person I've talked to, myself included, about a lot of the purpose work, like figuring out what I'm aligned with, what I care about, what difference I want to make at a really, really deep level. It all started coming from within. Like, yeah, that Victor Frankl, man's search for meaning, like the meaning comes from inside. It's just figuring that out and starting to commit to looking. So in summary, it was a lot about the coaching process and a lot about like just giving myself the space with myself to start asking the big questions and start putting in the really hard work in the beginning to figure it out, to not go to other people to answer the, those questions for me because if they tell me what I want, well, it's what they want for me, not what I want for me. Mm. And I know that you mentioned, you've told me a few times here, the reason you're so drawn to purpose. I mean, when you look at what we do at BU Coaching, it's confidence and purpose coaching. I think that's such a direct reflection of you and I and of our mm. stories and our backgrounds. I'm obviously very interested in confidence and self-esteem development and you're very, very passionate about purpose. Do you feel that, you know, you mentioned that finding and establishing that sense of purpose really began within rather than looking outside of yourself. Do you think one of the biggest steps that you took in that was by asking that question, what do I actually want for me? Yeah, I would say that is the biggest step and, Mm. you know, probably the only step really just actually committing to asking myself and not getting distracted by going, well, I need to learn something more. I need to experience something more. Just, yeah asking that question and going deep on it and how do you find now like especially as a coach and coaching people through that because it's such a it's such a powerful question but it's also such a big one it can almost seem startling to take head on um how do you find people respond to that obviously it can be quite overwhelming in the beginning particularly with the lack of specificity around it Mm. so um one of like my favorite questions to ask, which I borrowed off the delightful Andrew Reese, was if money and fame and failure weren't an issue, what would you do with your life? Mm. And I find that tends to really point to what, like, what someone's passionate about right now. And I know for me, I well, <laughs> working on BU coaching for the first year and a half was pretty much just my hobby mm. and now we're at the awesome awesome point where we do what we love and we do what we do for free but we like we can actually do this full time mm. and i guess that's why you know, i love what i do so much right now because it's yeah, it was a choice of what i would do for free even if i didn't have to work mm. Mm. It's just quite a beautiful place to get to. You know, you mentioned in there as well, I think a long time ago, you and I filmed a video talking about um, the steps of purpose. And we said how one of them was having that perseverance. People seem to think 
that this idea of purpose and, and living a life for yourself and on your terms comes in a profound flash of light and then there's a <laughs> heavenly gospel choir and the clouds part and doves fly down and all of a sudden it's like, holy shit, this is why I'm here. This is my purpose. This is how I'm going to live life on my terms. And I think I know I used to think that as well. I think what we've both realized is is how much it does come down to perseverance and patience. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, the answer, the, the answer to that question, which I have right now, may not be the same one I have in a year's time because mm-hmm. as a person, I change and I develop as I learn more about myself. But it's yeah, the perseverance of keep, of keep checking, keeping on checking in with myself and going, well, is this still meaningful to me? Is this still what I care about really profoundly? And yeah, bringing that more and more into my life. So it's yeah it's by no means a quick fix cuz we cuz well yeah if it's a quick fix if it's a <laughs> isogenics or some shit like that is probably <laughs> actually <laughs> give you what you want it's going to give you cancer <laughs> um so yeah it's it's that perseverance to going deep and working on you know figuring yourself out over time and so how would you say people can begin doing that if you were to give people some like some actionable steps because you know i always bring it up knowledge alone is useless (laughs) (laughs) Um, for people listening to this podcast i regularly call them out and go congratulations for listening to another episode of the podcast fucking do something with it (laughs) because just listening isn't going to make a difference um so if you were to say like some actual steps or some things that people could begin exploring thinking about doing whatever it may be just to help them get more clear on that idea of a living life on their terms and living a life of purpose what would they be you mentioned the biggest one being asking what i want for me yeah i'm a big writer i love my writing but Mm. um people also like talking so i would say whether however you want to express yourself however you want to explore yourself and answer questions set aside a period of time like maybe half a day or a full day to just be with yourself and practice answering that question what do i want what would i do for free what would i do if nobody else noticed that just fills me with joy and happiness and this a direction in life mm-hmm. and it, you know, it doesn't even need to be half a day just setting aside any sort of time to start asking those questions and start coming with, up with answers. So if you want to, <laughs> if you want to be super actionable and super proactive, get out a workbook right now and write, well, what would I do for free? What difference do I make, want to make on this planet with my life? And write down some answers and then ask yourself why and why and why the whole five whys thing, which if anyone's come to our seminars, you'd know, but yeah, Allow yourself the time and the space to go deep and start making mistakes with what you want because it's the most important thing you make mistakes on because then you know, okay, it's not that, but I'm getting closer. Mm. Actually, that's such a profound point, actually, um, to, to look at that idea of not being afraid to, to slip up on the way and make mistakes on that journey because through that, we're actually developing it. So people seem to think when they make a mistake, they've fallen off the bandwagon or they've now gone one step back. But who's to say that it's not actually moved them exactly where they were meant to be and actually by making that mistake made them so much closer 
to, to that goal. Um, exactly. Yeah. As long as you're reflecting on, you know, what went well, what didn't go well, what can you do better next time? Mm-hmm. It's always a step forward. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, for, for those people who have been listening to the podcast for a while now, you would have heard me mention our five steps to meaningful change course that we give away for free online. Um, it's, it's funny that we talk about this now with this idea of building that vision of what you want for yourself, establishing knowledge base, taking action on it, and then using that reflection and that pivot because that we've literally just incidentally fed <laughs> off the five steps to meaningful change. <laughs> Damn it. Now that video was like, all oh, the five steps covered isn't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's quite cool that, um, you know, we keep seeing it pop up because it's, it's so much more proof to us that it works and it does make a difference. And so I know that people who are listening to this uh, podcast, don't forget you can get access to the five steps to meaningful change online course for free by visiting our website, um, www.bucoaching.org. And there will be a link there to click on for five steps and you can check it all out. Um, But before we let you go and before we let you, uh, jump into those workbooks and start taking action and sign up for the five steps course and begin pursuing that life of meaning and purpose and a life on your terms. I will hand back over to Jordan one more time just to leave you with some closing remarks or ideas. And I always like to ask with this, if you could go back, let's go five years, Jordan, and give your younger self some, some tips or some tricks or some knowledge, just something that you've gained over the last five years, what would it be and why? I think the biggest thing would be to just stop and think about what I actually wanted because I know for myself, it was so easy to get distracted with what everyone else wanted for me and make the mistake of thinking that's what I wanted. But if I, like, obviously I can't, so this isn't something which I'm regretting, but what I could give to somebody going through similar things I was five years ago would be to help them go, you know what, it is valuable for me to stop right now and figure out what it is I want to do for me because yeah, you know, like half an hour, hour, a few hours to set aside to figure that out might seem like a lot of time in the beginning, but step back and look at the scheme of your life. I don't know how many years you've got left, but if it's more than, you know, 10 hours, it's probably important that you figure out what you want to be here for because otherwise you're not living life for yourself. You're living it for everyone else. And that doesn't really sound like living. It just sounds like you're existing. So powerful. Thank you so much again for jumping on board uh, for this week's episode of the podcast. For, for everyone listening, I called Jordan maybe two hours ago and said, uh, <laughs> hey, mate, um, amongst everything we've been doing, with, with, we've got some really big, exciting things happening with BU over the, last, over the next few months. And uh, amongst all that, I will be the first to admit that I'd completely forgotten about this week's podcast episode. (laughs) I was like, oh, geez, who am I going to interview? I went, actually, you know what? Jordan will bring so much value and insight and knowledge to the podcast. And that's been proven so true today. So honestly, thank you so much for, at very last minute, 
making some time in your schedule to jump in and to, to share your knowledge and your story and your insight and your value with our listeners. I, I know they're going to appreciate it as much as I do. You're welcome, mate. Thanks for asking the fun questions. <laughs> Anytime. So if anyone wanted to get back in touch with you and find out more about you and connect with you, uh, where can they do that, Jordan? Well, <laughs> I'd say they could check out the website at www.bucoaching.org or jump on our Facebook, which is just BU Coaching. And yeah, shoot a message. Either you'll get it or I'll get it or Amy will get it. And it's how we can move forward. Yep, perfect. Okay, well, other than that, thanks again for jumping on and I'll see you soon, my friend. Sounds good. See you, mate. Bye. What an absolutely insightful interview that we just had with Jordan Jensen, co-founder of BU Coaching, and as I mentioned, one of my closest uh, friends. We were very, very lucky to have him on this week's episode of BU with Declan Edwards, and I know that you would have gotten so much value out of that. Like, I honestly cannot explain how much I get out of hearing Jordan speak about his story and some of the lessons he's had over the last few years. Because obviously, I've been very grateful to have seen it firsthand and to hear him talk about that and share that knowledge and that value with you guys means the world to me. So as Jordan mentioned though, make sure you do take action on it. Make sure you do follow up. If you do need some extra guidance and some extra help, make sure you head to our website, grab your free uh, access codes to the five steps to meaningful change, sign up for the course and start doing it. And other than that, I will see you in a week's time for the next episode of BU with Declan Edwards. And until then... As always, be empowered, be exceptional, be you.